Good morning, everybody. We've got a lot to be thankful for this morning, for life and health and well-being. Christmas is just around the corner, and um, the vaccines are being rolled out, I understand, starting today. So let's praise the Lord for his goodness to us. We're thinking about Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7 today. We're not going to be able to cover it all, of course. It says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice, from henceforth even forever. When I was a little boy, my parents instilled into us kids the importance of prayer and taught us the simple one that you probably know. Gentle Jesus, meek and mild, look upon a little child, pity my simplicity, suffer me to come to thee. God bless Daddy and Mummy and then all the names of our large family. Amen. People thought I was always a good boy, but I was often secretly naughty and pretended not to be, of course. When I felt like being a scamp, I could say that prayer in, at such speed, about 10 seconds probably. You see, I had no concept at that time of who I was speaking to. And to me, this Jesus was just meek and mild. Well, Scripture tells us he is meek. But you know what meekness really means. It means power under control. You see, he's not weak, but he is meek. I want us to see this morning who he really is. Before we embark on a consideration of the names of this child who was to be born, I would like just to mention a few things that our verses say about him. Unto us a child is born. That is God incarnate at Bethlehem. Unto us a son is given, that is divine love, at Calvary. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, that is God's vindication of his rejected son. His name shall be called, and then of course we got the list of the names, that is the divine character of the coming king. The increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. That is his coming again, his glorious millennial reign over all the earth until the end of time. To Mary the Virgin of Nazareth, the child was born. We read Isaiah 7 in the last session where it says, A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. This is not one of the myths of the mother and child that originated in Babel and has been at the core of almost every idolatrous religion around the world for centuries. No, this is the fulfilment of Holy Scripture, the seed of the woman who shall come to bruise the serpent's head, Satan's head, of course, that is, fatally and forever, prophesied in the first book of our Bible and chapter 3. The virgin birth of Jesus isn't a myth. It was the manifestation of divine power, as was everything about the one born in Bethlehem that day. His birth, his life, his death, 
his resurrection, his ascension, all demonstrated who he was, the divine Son of God. Just as the angel said to Mary before Jesus was born, that holy thing that shall be, called, shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Unto us a Son is given. The Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We shall, God willing, take a further look at some other beautiful things about him next time. But this is the message for you today. God bless you. Good morning, everybody. I want us to think this morning again about Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, and the fivefold uh, description of the name of the Lord Jesus. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We often hear about the seven wonders of the ancient world. However, here is the person whose name is wonderful. He is the wonder of all wonders, the wonder of the universe, the wonder of eternity. His coming to earth is also the wonder of the angels. Scripture says they desire to look into these things. The real meaning of wonderful is miraculous, marvellous. It makes us stop and look in wonder. And everything about this child born, this son given, <clears throat> is full of wonder. You see, the Lord Jesus is absolute God and perfect man in one blessed person. It's no surprise that Jesus said no one fully knows the Son except the Father. Let's just briefly look at his wonderful life here amongst men. When he spoke in the Gospels, they wondered at the gracious words that proceeded out of his mouth. When officers came to arrest him, they returned empty-handed and said to those that sent them, Never man spake like this man. When upon the lake of Galilee he stood and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. The disciples said one to another, What manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. And over and over in the Gospels, we have these expressions of people as they wondered at the one who was in their midst. Even at the mock trial, the Roman governor Pilate couldn't understand why the Lord Jesus kept silent. And it says that Pilate marvelled. When the Lord Jesus died, the centurion that stood by the cross, after seeing everything that transpired, he said, truly this man was the Son of God. And the resurrection of Christ was, of course, an act of divine wonder as God raised him from among the dead. Incidentally, the resurrection is one of the most attested facts of history. Everything about this child born at Bethlehem uh, 
This son given at Calvary is full of wonder. But contextually, the verse is about him coming to reign until the end of time. Everything about his kingdom in that millennial reign will be wonderful. The love, the joy, the peace, the justice, the abundance, the restoration of creational order and his blessing over all and over all the earth. God willing, we'll perhaps see some of these things uh, in subsequent messages. But before I conclude, can I ask one simple question of you? Is he upon the throne of your heart and life here and now, today? That's what he desires to be. Are you able to say, like the old hymn, Wonderful name he bears, wonderful crown he wears, wonderful blessings his triumphs afford, wonderful Calvary, wonderful grace for me, wonderful love of my wonderful Lord. His name shall be called Wonderful. Think on these things today. This is the message for you. God bless you.